the startup health tech ecosystem in Australia is where a lot of the exciting innovation happens. So many cool ideas coming out from different research, inventions and creations. But that journey for a startup, it's a tough one. And there's this really important role for different organizations and institutions within the ecosystem to help support some of these innovations and startups and founders take their evidence-based idea that will deliver good clinical outcomes and turn it into an actual commercial product or service to get it into the hands of patients or clinicians or other users. There's a health tech accelerator up on the Gold Coast called Lumina X, and there are 11 high-growth startups that have been selected to take part in this early-stage health accelerator program. And in this episode of the podcast, we're going to learn a bit more about the Lumina X health accelerator. But then we've got something really special in the next five episodes, I think it is, after this one. You'll hear from most of the 11 organizations that are participating in the Lumina X program. All these episodes in the Lumina X mini-series showcase that we're doing are supported by 3M, who are also supporting the 2022 Lumina X program. So thank you to 3M for helping make it possible for us to showcase all of these organizations on the podcast. Make sure you check out the 3M listing on the Talking Health Tech directory. The link's there on our website and in the show notes of this episode as well. So what can you expect to hear in these coming episodes? So there's companies covering medical devices, a bit of sports tech. There's some machine learning, different marketplaces, so many cool concepts and ideas. And you'll get to hear those conversations with all those founders in this little mini series of episodes coming up in the next two weeks. But today on the show, I'm joined by Lumina X Program Director, Dren Zersa. And today we'll learn about what the Lumina X Program is and what we can look forward to in the next couple of episodes. Remember as well, Lumina X have their demo day on the 11th of August, so you'll get to hear from and see presentations from these founders that have gone through the program, had those conversations with mentors, and really refined their things. So jump in the show notes of this episode to learn more about demo day, but right now, after the music, you'll hear from Dren Zertzer, the Lumina X program director. Collaboration starts with a conversation, Team Health Tech. Let's make it happen. Welcome to Talking Health Tech, a podcast and membership community about technology in healthcare. Here's your host, Peter Birch. Dren, thanks so much for joining. Uh, thanks, Pete. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for uh, playing by. Really looking forward to this conversation and the next couple of episodes because we've got a really special opportunity to learn about some great organizations and this really cool program, Lumina X. But firstly, I want to learn a bit more about you, Dren. Tell us about you and your background, please. Cool. So I'm the program director for Cohort Innovation Space and uh, Lumina X. So we're located on the Gold Coast Health and Knowledge Precinct. Through cohort uh, with my team, so we run the Luminax Health Accelerator, which is one of the our distinctive, I would say, and the major program that we run. So I was involved in designing Luminax, and and I lead it. So now it's the second cohort we run. Before Luminax and cohort, I've been working with entrepreneurs for more than a decade, probably in in fifteen countries, mostly in Europe, but also in US. So before moving to Australia in two thousand eighteen. So I did an MBA once here, and then I lead the programs and basically help startups and scale-ups founders. And then through Luminax, we mostly predominantly like focus on the health founders and health tech founders. Yeah, very cool. Well, Lumina X, came to learn a little bit more about that? You said it's the second cohort. Tell us about what it is, what it's about, all that. Yeah, so it's a 14-week accelerator program focusing on health startups, mostly health tech, I would say. Uh, so program provides a range of support, including networks, resources, investment, skills required to build health tech businesses, and so on. 
So basically, it really helps accelerate that journey and, and growth. There are about maybe 30 plus mentors involved, three coaches in residence. There are around 20 workshops delivered throughout the program. We have seven partners, uh, including Modern Hospital, which is cool. We have mentors that committed to help these startups, such as Dr. Calvin Ross or Vutran, founder of GoOne, or you know, at least two-thirds of these mentors and, and people involved are also clinicians or doctors, as well as uh, entrepreneurs, which is very exciting and I'm very passionate. And really, you know, you can see that when they try to also help future founders or early stage startups, you know, because they've been there. That's what makes it cool. So we provide also 50K of investment for each startup that comes in. There are around 30K of perks for the program, such as AWS and such credits. But basically, I would say it's the network that makes it so unique. Uh, there are some very, very passionate and great people involved in the program who commit their time and their efforts and to really help this startup. So yeah, it's a, it's quite a range of support for a program. Sounds really valuable. And you know, there's some tangible things in there, like you say, like the investment and the, the perks and also some of the things that are really hard to put a value on in terms of the network, like you say, and that's quite unique in that sense. So for organizations that are going through the program, I think you said it's a 14-week thing. What does it look like for them? Are they doing it on-premise there? Are they visiting some sites? What does that look like for the companies going through? Yeah, so basically it is an intensive program, I would say. It's full two days commitment. So it's Monday and a Tuesday, full activities. We kick off with a workshop usually and then follow up with one-on-one mentoring, like four to five mentors uh, each week. So basically it's about the individual goals that they set on week one, but also different topics that are introduced on each week. So every week has a topic. We introduce them and then they need to work out after two days, they need to work on the business. And then they have all the support that they would need to uh, implement those uh, goals that they have. So the program is in person here at the Gold Coast. Even though half of the cohort is from interstate, four from Sydney, and yeah, half of them are from Queensland, basically. Uh, But the cool thing is they fly here and drive here every week. Uh, At least two days they're here. So... You know, it's kind of like where we were based. We're kind of becoming an excellence of healthcare and and network. So we've created this great network of support that, you know, people see great value in joining that. So yeah, it's a bit of a mix of things that we provide. It's funny you say that. I, I do notice that more and more around that Gold Coast area and I guess surrounds to this this vibe and community around supporting early stage startups, particularly in the health space. It's pretty cool to watch. And yeah, I think that I guess when you've got all of those great resources and investment coming through the program, it makes sense to do it as a an in-person piece and great that we can do that kind of stuff again. So that's quite cool. That's completely it. You know, it's like, it's unbelievable what you can create. You know, it's like, it's just bringing the pieces together because they're there, their infrastructure there, there's amazing smart brains around us. You know, there's some great clinicians, there's some great entrepreneurs. It's just like bringing them together and like, and then, you know, the whole thing will take off. And, you know, first cohort, we have 30 applications. Now we have 60. You know, the third cohort, I'm assuming, would be 100 or more, right? Mm. So, and then even increasing our, you know, resources and partnerships would, you know, just the more we add value, the better it gets. So, yeah. Yeah. So what's in it for you guys to then do this? You know, that's a lot of time and effort from your side in terms of putting together the program, pulling together all the networks and there's, you know, the investment. Why? Why do it? So I think 
because we're cohort innovation space, we're a space where we call ourselves innovation, right? And in order to do that, we need to like do something about it, right? Not mm. just the space, mm. not just an event, right? So we kind of like understood that there's a gap and there's an opportunity at the same time. And we're passionate about helping founders. So basically, I am personally very passionate of doing that. And seeing the the health, you know, startups solving problems in the healthcare makes it even more interesting and more you know, it has that layer of passion that no industry has. Mm. Um, so I kind of like get excited of really helping them. You know, it's like they, they're super committed, you know, they understand the problem and then they all come from a pain point of background. So they're passionate about solving the problems as well. So we, we basically have that good energy and then really want to help. So therefore we've created Luminax and we're here. Now it's good that they come from a place of living a problem firsthand and then searching for a way to solve that utilizing technology, but you can provide that structure and support to be able to help realize that. I'd love to learn about some of the organizations that are coming through this cohort. Can you give us a bit of a, an overview of the, the organizations and the people coming through? Yeah, I guess in general, these founders are exceptional. I would say, you know, they come from background, as I said, they understand the pain points, but, um, in terms of the industry, they're quite diverse. Three of them are doctors as well. So, you know, like they come, one of them is a clinician. And so just to name a few, I know we have an AI enhanced clinical workflow, you know, that clinician is working in the heart surgery. So basically building a tool that can, you know, enable, because he sees that that's a big problem and then is trying to develop this AI. Actually, he has, um, it's just working on uh, putting into the market. So. Mm. Where we come in is like we have this business skills and, and network that can give him those resources and really help him. Uh, but, you know, we have a bio company, which is quite different, right, to AI, which is developing the first symbiotic functional food ingredient. So, um, cool. yeah, uh, Australia's first diabetes subscription box or um, an AIML platform, personalized medications recommendation, which is mm. cool, you know, a CBD platform for healthcare professionals. And, you know, there's just to name a few because of the, how diverse they are, you know, from a bio to an AI or to a platform. So in general, they just, I believe they just improve our lives and transform the healthcare to provide innovative solutions. So you know, it's more about the outcome, really, not about what they're solving. And I'm thinking about then, you know, you mentioned that a lot of these are clinicians or they know the problem to be solved, They've already started to develop some really cool technology. I think you touched on this already, but I'd love to hear from your side. What does this program really bring them? Why couldn't they just do it alone and sort some of these things out themselves? Yeah, I think you know, startups are hard in general, right? And being in the healthcare is even harder, you know, given the complexity they have, but also, you know, the nature of the industry, which I believe is so resistant to transformation and change, which you know better than me coming from, you know, working and understanding all the founders and people involved in this industry. So, but there are so many opportunities there. There are like heaps of opportunities that they are to be solved, you know, and then it requires to this industry to innovate more than it has, you know, like, you know, you can see, for example, fintech industry, you know, it's been 10 years, maybe, you know, ahead of health sector, right? But even, you know, fintech at some stage were you know, considered that it's um, an industry that can't be really changed because, you know, big banks, you know, owns it and, and things like that. But then, you know, you can see that it can easily happen. So yeah, when you bring founders into an environment of support, such as LumenX, you enable them, you open their minds, you enable them you know, to get 
advice from people that have done it, you know, that have done mistakes, connect them to the right people, to the right network, receive seed funding, you know, they're desperate to take in at this stage, early stage of the startups, no one believes them. Or, you know, when you do that step, you want to transition from, you know, your job and then just, you know, where this is your side job and then, you know, it's the right time, you know, this will really help you do that. Mm. So it's a range of support. Once you're in it, you'll understand it. So, yeah. <laughs> I get it. No, that's awesome. You know, we've got a good amount of people who listen to the podcast who might be considering building their own thing or have started to do something on the side or have gone all in and they're a founder themselves and not everyone's lucky enough to be part of this cohort of Lumina X, right? So I'd love to hear from your side. What's some advice that you give to startups that are looking to generate some traction in this health tech space? I mean, there are like a number of things, but I would say having not to worry much about the product because they're like, everyone's very focused on the product. Like it's mm. not about the product. It's about, you know, what you're solving. So I would say worry about the user, user and user only. Just talk to users and get as much as you can, bring them on board, you know, test it using simple tools. You don't have to build anything, you know, you can just have something, something that is enough for you to get some data in, uh, you can iterate before you even build something. So that's my two cents on the yeah. on the advice. But yeah, I think it's important. That aligns a lot with the advice I give as well, generally too. Sometimes it's about, and I'm sure I've mentioned this on the show a few times, but falling in love with the problem to be solved and coming up with the product later and building that community around you that have the same need and discovering that essentially that product with the community. So whether it's even just pulling together content that speaks to the problem that's solved or other things that you can do to start to build that early stage group of people rather than building something, you know, down in a basement, hoping that it might solve some problems or you personally think it might solve some problems and then discovering later that it's actually yeah. missing the mark. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's exactly what the program does because it's talking to your, your assumptions and then and basically mm. you haven't even talked to someone or, you know, you just like your assumption and then building assumption and building and then you eventually find out that it wasn't the right product for the users. So that's why on day one, we kind of like, you know, set your goals, but then we try to support everyone in doing a customer validation before before moving on, you know, and uh, even thinking about building something in you know, a product itself. But yeah, and then one thing I've been mentioned, so investor readiness is a big part of the program. So because you take some milestones that will help you bring investments at the end. Last year, we had some good investors, clinicians on the first cohort jumping on board because of the passion of the founders that, that they were there. And then we're expecting this year as well. So it's going to be a good demo day, I hope. <laughs> yeah, looking forward to that demo day. We're going to have some kind of a presence there, I'm sure, too. So look forward to meeting all of those companies there. But in the meantime, for people who are wanting to learn more about the founders and the cool products and companies coming through, follow along their journey. How can people learn a bit more about what's going on also about LuminX? Yeah, so I would say just, you know, jump on our socials at Cohort Innovation Space or, or LuminX. Easy on LinkedIn, for example. We'll be re releasing updates there with all the profiles of this cohort. And if you're an investor or a clinician or, you know, a partner that want to support these startups, I would say just reach out. 
just restart my name on LinkedIn and I'll be able to send you an event for the demo night, which is uh, planned for 11 August on the Gold Coast. So it will be a massive night. Last cohort, we had around 200 people, VCs, angels, clinicians, industry partners. They were there to support them. So I think it will be even bigger this year. Can't wait. Well, we'll put the details for LuminarX in the show notes of this episode for people to check out in their own time. Appreciate you making the time, Dren, and looking forward to hearing from some of these participating companies and founders in the program in the next couple of episodes ahead. Thanks for listening to Talking Health Tech. Make sure you subscribe on your favorite podcast player. And for more information, visit talkinghealthtech.com.